What up, saucers? What up, what up, saucers? We are going to be talking what about... What do, baby boo? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about um, something that's just so much fun. It's just so fun. If so you get a kiss by our title. Toxic masculinity. Yay! Yes. <laughs> Yay! Inserts, golf claps. Um, yeah, this one is going to be interesting because... Obviously, as women, we have a very, very uh, keen and interesting perspective on what yeah. toxic masculinity is. And it's not just an issue. And, you know, it's not just like something that like women are obviously by the title, like women. Yeah, we are going to be suffering from this. But like it's not, but we can't just be the ones talking about it. Like men have to be right. talking about it enough too, well, because obviously suffer they it. suffer from it. I think that immensely. they misunderstand what it oh, not. I mean blanket statements of like yeah, I think it's a misunderstood term which is contributing to the lack of um I don't know like the lack of awareness sometimes because yeah the term can and it shouldn't be it's pretty I mean as women obviously it's like it's a pretty basic concept but I have noticed the reason I even thought about this is because I was having a conversation recently with a guy in my life and I like I love him. We share the same political views, the same values, and like all of these things align to the point where I bring this up because it's like even he had a misunderstanding about what this term means. He had an, uh, he kind of like bristled when I brought it up and it was like really disturbing to me. And I was like, mm. what? Oh, actually, he, he said it back to me in, in air quotes. He was like, well, with toxic masculinity, he put air quotes in it. And I literally was, I went off. I lost it. I was like, I'm sorry why are you air quoting toxic masculine? It was like, well, I just, I mean, you know, that, that word. And I was, I was so disturbed. I dug into it with him and it was like an hour and a half conversation ended well, but it highlighted. That's when I realized like, okay, there's something happening. And I think with, with men in particular, and the, the disturbing thing is it's like men who, like I said, share my values when it comes to, and you know, feminist views um, but this term was rubbing them the wrong way. And then I learned why. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We need to communicate better like this is because when I explained it to him after this whole conversation, by the end of it, he was like, oh, I I do. And I do see that. I didn't see it that way. But basically, it's a term frequently heard these days and it's thrown around a lot. And I'm sure it's used incorrectly at times and that can contribute to it. But um, there's the, and the misunderstanding from. So when I dug deeper in this conversation I was saying with my friend, I realized there's a significant misunderstanding of what it actually means. Um, many men are taking it to mean that masculinity is toxic. And instead of understanding that it refers to the negative aspects of mm -hmm. exaggerated masculine traits. Yeah. And, and, and I get like, you know, if you just, if you don't dig into it and you're like toxic masculine, it, I don't know. I'm like, okay, if you're, if you're not thinking about it at all, you might think mm -hmm. we're saying masculinity is toxic, but that is literally the, it's the opposite. It's, it's, we're, we're pointing so, out something that's unique to what masculinity is. You know what I mean? It, and, 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 and it's, perceived and it's exaggerated exactly. in its exaggerated negative form. Like, yeah. and so masculinity masculinity in itself is a very beautiful thing when feminism for example like when any concept is misunderstood um 
and or taken to the extreme, it like can manifest like feminism with misandry. Yeah. 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 So like when feminism is misunderstood or taken to the extreme, it can manifest as women saying like, fuck all men. I hate all men. And this response, while understandable, considering all the injustices women have experienced through generations, it is an overcorrection. Like right. it's not right. It's not accurate to like say all men put, are this and yeah. you can't. But that level of anger, that's like when, you know, when black people are like, oh, I hate white people. All white people are this. Yeah. Yes, it's not fair. It's an overcorrection, but the it comes from a very real place of pain and oppression over, you know, hundreds of years. So it comes from somewhere. However, if we're going to get anywhere from where we sit now, we need to break that down and be like, okay, you can't just go straight to an overcorrection of these concepts it's like um, um defund the police it's an overcorrection because no one it's not no one's saying like abolish all of it together like yes there has to be a structure in place you know what mm -hmm. i mean you know to have a, a you know a certain amount of order and protection but right. we like need when to strip say... it down um and call out the bad actors uh you know what i mean that mm -hmm. operate in this really oppressive system yeah it's yeah so oh you know overcorrection and extremely opposing beliefs can take over. Um, but it's just like, you have to get through that because at the end of the day, whatever toxic masculinity hurts men and women, um, mm -hmm. the same way white supremacy hurts white and black people, even though there is a party that benefits from this yes. institution. Yes. The patriarchy, obviously men are in power, white supremacy, white people have the power, but that doesn't mean that it's beneficial to both parties Even like them. it's yeah, yeah it's damaging to society all the way around so i didn't quite i think i just had assumed in my mind that men who who think like i do about these things wouldn't have an issue with that term or would at least understand what it meant and and i was like oh my god like maybe this needs to be a conversation that we have on the podcast mm -hmm. because um maybe i'm just completely unaware of this misunderstanding that's actually bigger yeah, and I, I brought this up in our, I think, our red flag, green flag episode. Like, there a lot of this, I think there's been a rise in the conversation about toxic masculinity and what that even means because of the rise of Andrew Tate. And Andrew Tate is a force. I mean, he was just recently um, thrown out of, <laughs> thrown off of every social media platform, which is mm -hmm. really good. And hopefully there's going to be a change uh, coming up. But Andrew Tate and other like-minded, you know, like uber masculine, toxic masculine yeah. um, uh, uh, voices and energies that are out there that are literally like, uh, women are my property, he would say. Like, women are property. Yeah. Like, my bitch, he would always say, like, my bitch, my Ugh. bitch, uh, she can get an OnlyFans, but I, she gives me all the money because she's my girl. She's my bitch. So you want to pimp her. Right. Like he's made a he's made a uh, he's made a lot of money being a uh, webcam pimp, uh, an Internet pimp. So like he has multiple girlfriends, which he prides himself in manipulating to do whatever he wants. Wow. And, and part of that is webcamming and giving him the money. Um, and that's just like and he also has like a, a pyramid scheme, like fucking business that also scams people in general. But he is so influential to young men. Because Ugh. he offers them a very easy way out of their issues, right? Blame women. It's women's yeah. problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not your father's problem because he wasn't around because he's 
himself is the son of a, ve- a world-renowned chess player who was never around. And he's mm. like, I had the best father. I had the best. He wasn't around because he's a need to. Men don't have to be around. Oh, you know what I mean? It's God. the woman's uh, problem to take care of the children. Um, and my and he cheat all the time, and that's fine. Like he can cheat. You know what I mean? Men cheat. It's what they do. Oof. Women can't cheat though. That's not in our, our in yeah. women's nature. Um, Fresh and Fit is also another podcast. It's like fucking like that. Like super mm-hmm. uber and toxic masculine. Masculine. But like the ripple effect of Andrew Tate, even though he's thrown off all of these platforms now, mm-hmm. and that's really good. Like teachers were talking about um, uh, how, you know, because school had recently started, you know, up back up again in August. And uh, a middle school teacher whose students are 12 years old, um, this one kid or you know, a group of boys were, were talking about how much they love Andrew Tate. And this one kid, he's 12 years old, went to another girl and said that you're useless. You use men for money. And um, all, yeah, was was calling her a bitch, calling her useless. And that, like, you know, you just use men for their money. They're 12 years old. Wow. And another problem there is that this teacher was saying there was an issue with um, first generation children from immigrant families who don't speak english very well so they don't know what their kids are watching and they don't know how harmful Mm, what their kids are watching online um how harmful that can be to their mental health and if they're learning and they're consuming all of this um horrible harmful dangerous toxic masculine uh takes they're they're 12 years old that's going to rot their brain this is like their parents don't even know they don't know so it, it, this is just Oof. a really important conversation to have because of the rise in incel mentality of uh, women suck. Yeah. Um, we have to go back. And it's also a pushback. Uh, you know what I mean? This is all a pushback on uh, on the fact that we are being more welcoming to different different genders and, and mm-hmm. different gender identities. You know what I mean? Like what means a woman and what means a man uh, is it, changing now. And we can be more expressive with how we express our gender. You know what I mean? We don't have, Mm -hmm. there's not these little boxes that we're in anymore. You know, people that were born biologically, a man can, can wear a dress if they want to and still have Mm -hmm. a beard if they want to, they can do whatever they want and can, and, and people who have a lot of fucking mental health issues are going to push against that because it's a challenge. It's a challenge to them. They can't wrap their head around that. If it's confusing to them, that's dangerous. You know what I mean? It's like they can, they conflate, um, Alec Menon, who's a really amazing, uh, advocate for, uh, trans issues and, and gender, gender issues. Um, they spoke beautifully about this. It's like you, a lot of people, uh, who are toxic masks, who have toxic masculine traits, conflate what is confusing to what is harmful to them like just because you you don't understand it doesn't mean that that person doesn't deserve the rights to express themselves Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean nothing something bad's going to happen to you it is okay Mm -hmm. if something go if someone goes against the grain Mm -hmm. um and i hate i feel like that is such a, a attributing factor to toxic masculinity as it stands today you know what I mean? Like just because what is confusing and not in the fucking rigid box of what masculinity means does not mean it's harmful or dangerous to society. Yeah. You just need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so (laughs) it's important to understand that damaging societal systems we have in place, such as the patriarchy and white supremacy, are actually damaging both. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Cut out for a second. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Um, I'm going to say that again. It's important to understand that damaging societal systems we have in place, such as the patriarchy and white supremacy, are actually damaging to both sides, even though one side is the beneficiary of that system. With the patriarchy, even though men are the people in power, um, they are damaged by it themselves through toxic masculinity. An example of that are men are taught to not express emotion openly. Um, this has extremely negative effects on men in our society, which then affects women as well. Like Andrew Tate is a perfect example mm-hmm. of that. Like he was raised to think that, you know, emotions are wrong and they only mm-hmm. solely belong to women. And they're weak. And they're weak and you have to be a man and you have to step up and go to war. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And like you're, you're in battle to be in. Ooh, you have to be in peak physical uh, state all the time. It's like, relax, <laughs> just go to therapy. Um, many men today are under the misconception that this means masculine traits in general are negative when it's really addressing the danger of the exaggeration and extreme yeah. of these traits. For example, aggression isn't inherently a bad thing. It can be a helpful trait. However, when it's out of balance and exaggerated, this can turn to violence. Somewhere along the way, men need to educate themselves to the point of understanding the nuances and core meaning of this term if we are to evolve as a society. I I mean, yeah, I feel like it's a very, very common thing. Like the only emotion men know are anger. Mm -hmm. You know, most men, of course, we don't want to blink it. Most Mm -hmm. men know just anger as the sole emotion they don't think anything and they don't realize like that is an emotion itself you know what i mean they're like i'm not emotional i can't be emotions like well you're angry all the time every time i see you you're screaming defensiveness anger because and you know like it's sad like we raise in this society we raise boys and in honestly most societies that's why the patriarchy is all over the world but we raise boys to not be in touch with certain sides of themselves and then to see that as a strength mm-hmm. and there and then the because like i like i said earlier masculinity in of itself is beautiful and we all possess masculinity and feminine mm-hmm. in within us no matter if we're a man or a woman so mm-hmm. those traits there are traits that are masculine traits such as aggressive like aggressive behavior is considered a masculine trait that's not always a bad thing like you just said like it's not no. To be aggressive can be a good thing needed at times. Like that is part of survival. Survival like we need, and and, but when, and and then when it's out of balance and exaggerated is when toxic masculinity comes into play. And that's what I think is being misunderstood. Because yeah, it's when like you're compensating when it's not, for something. Yeah, when it's not balanced with, when it's not used in the ways that it, where it becomes helpful, it, it then can convert into violence. And it's like, that's where it comes from. And uh, And I think there's the whole like, you know, when people, when women are really being reasonable and are educated on this issue, we're not saying all men are violent. Like, relax. We're not saying all men are this or that. All lives matter. Yeah, we're not I know. saying all men are this. Hashtag not all men. But, like, it's, it's, so I think it needs to be a thing of men separating themselves and not getting defensive and, yeah. and understanding that they are separate from this issue and then reflect reflect on themselves, like how they play a part. But like when we say that certain masculine traits are over-exaggerated, it's not a, it's not emasculating to you. I'm not saying you are, you know what I mean? It's just like ego. 
Yes. Oh, 100% ego. It's mm-hmm. like when you let your ego be your driving force, you know what I mean? Driving force mm-hmm. and how you approach every conversation or or everything that ever happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're not uh, stable. You're not a stable mm-hmm. person. Um, according to an article on medicalnewstoday.com, in modern society, people often use the term toxic, toxic masculinity to describe exaggerated masculine traits my mic is falling um that many cultures have widely accepted or glorified this harmful concept of masculinity also places significant importance on manliness based on strength lack of emotion self-sufficiency dominance dominance and sexual virility yeah this is yep and glorified that's the thing not only uh exaggerated and expected and taught but glorified like the 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 superhero Mm -hmm. all these things of like and that's why there's so much this is how it damages men too is so much pressure on men to be the provider take care of your family and if you have a like if you aren't able to support your family financially or like you lose your job or something happens and it can feel like such a such a failure and hard to hard to even talked to, I was watching some show the other night where this guy like lost his job. Um, and his wife, he had a like very supportive wife and a very like seemingly healthy relationship with her. And he didn't tell her right away because he was so ashamed. And it, it was like, but you don't even have the re- type of relationship where your wife would be like, how could you do that? You know, she mm-hmm, would have, mm-hmm. I was just watching the show and I'm like, this is crazy. Like men have so much pressure on themselves because of how we raise them, then they think that they are required to do these things that are actually inhuman all the time. No one can be the protector all the time. No. Even if you are a protective person and you can be quote unquote, the protector of your family, whatever, but, but some days you're not, and nobody no. is one thing all the time. Like no. women are women, um, you know, I'm using blanket generalizations and stereotypes, but like women being nurturing. Great. Mm -hmm. We are, we can't, men can be nurturing too, but like I am not nurturing all the time. So it's like this, that doesn't make me less feminine. Um, So according to traditional toxic masculine values, a male who does not display enough of these traits may fall short of being a real man. Um, Mm -hmm. Overemphasis of these traits may lead to harmful imbalances and, um, in someone trying to live up to these expectations. So Im- imbalances, some, some examples include aggression, sex, sexual aggression or control, showing no emotion or suppressing emotions, hyper-competitiveness, and that can go with defensiveness, I believe, like getting super defensive right away, um, needing to dominate or control others, a tendency toward towards or glorification of violence, isolation, low empathy, entitlement, chauvinism and sexism and all of these things can come out in in different levels of and isolation is one that i think is misunderstood a lot because mental health suicide in men is so much higher than women too and it's like this this isolation and not feeling like you can lean on anyone else like this is dangerous yeah not only is a suicide rate higher in men but men are killed more as well um, and by other men, you know what I mean? Like, yep. it's just like y'all are dying, you know, to yourselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, and I say that because there's a lot of, um, discourse on toxic masculinity and social media. I can't say toxic masculinity fast. Um, <laughs> like on TikTok recently, there was this like one video that went viral of a guy that like, uh, was showing 
pictures of like Harry Styles in a dress for Vogue and was like, what happened to real men? What happened to real men? And it's like, and like, it's funny because all the people are like, what? go to war, then go to right. war, enlist. <laughs> there are recruiters right now at right. like your grocery store. Go, go, go enlist. It's like, mm-hmm. what, what are, you don't, you don't really, a lot of them don't really fucking believe what they have to say. Again, no. it's just ego that they're trying to feed. Like yeah. you don't actually want to go back to like, the good old days of like how, you know, men were the providers and women were stay at home cooks. Like you don't actually want to do that. Right. Um, you just want someone else to blame, you know, mm-hmm. when it's like mm-hmm. the calls co- coming from inside the house. You're feeling threatened. And so you want to exactly. assert your masculinity in a way that is actually like very revealing in your in- insecurity. Exactly. So what issues can toxic masculinity cause when a boy or adult male views the world through the narrow lens provided by these exaggerated masculine traits? They may feel that they will only gain acceptance by living up to these traits. Unchecked toxic masculinity and the behaviors it it can cause may lead to a variety of issues such as bullying, school discipline, academic challenges, jail, prison time, domestic violence, sexual assault, risky behaviors like substance abuse, there's suicide, psychological trauma, lack of friendships or genuine connections. And mm-hmm. then I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've, there's so many men that I've known throughout my entire life and boys that I've, that, that suffered from all of these things. Yeah. Um, and some it, theories indicate that toxic masculinity plays a role in physical health. Toxic masculinity may prevent some men from seeking out help for possible health issues or other potential problems because- yes. I don't need to. I can, I'm a man. I'm going to deal. I'm going to fight through this pain. There was like, I'm going to, or it's like, I don't know. It's, it's sissy to like, yeah, go like to, the to get and help, complain to about something. For, yeah. To exactly. admit that you don't know everything or you can't solve everything is like weakness and you won't do it. Like right. it's so toxic. There was this, this reel that was going viral on Instagram and is fun. It was like a comedian. He was doing these skits, uh, playing off of this. And he would, he would say stuff like, He's like, is your leg falling off? Don't go to a doctor. Die. Be a real man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. Just like random. And, and he had a lot of different scenarios, but it was just making fun of like, oh, you're too, you're, being a real man means like doing all this ridiculous shit that like, it's just like, oh, you like, you're going to lose the love of your life. Let her go. Be a real man. Don't tell her how you feel. Like all that kind of stuff where it's just like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, why are it's we so telling good. men this? I know it's really funny. I, I need to find it. Maybe if I find man. it, I'll share it. <laughs> Be a real man. Don't tell her you love her. <laughs> just like love her secretly or some weird shit that I'm just like, it's, but it's real. It's not even yeah. exaggerated. It's like put in a funny context, but it's real. Like yeah. men will not say things because they perceive like it, it as weak. Yeah. yeah like uh, I'm weak or... I don't know. And uh, the lack of friendships or genuine connections like that being a symptom, because it doesn't always it can be easy for someone, especially someone like say you have a son and you're trying to see like, oh, is he is he um, showing any signs of like what, you know, what toxic mass these this list, you know, you said bullying or school discipline or jail or prison time, domestic violence. There's some extreme situations in there, but like, well, no, my son isn't like violent. He's not getting in trouble at school. He's not in jail. Like he, he's not sexually assaulting anyone. Um, no substance like you know abuse. Of. Like, yeah. But but the a lack of friendships or genuine connections is also a sign. And that's like it's a common thing in society. And I know there are there are genetic there are differences between men and women. Like I'm not here to pretend like 
there's not, but but it's we're, it's accepted in society to like the amount of times I catch up with girlfriends, like you and I'll go get drinks or go get breakfast or go get a coffee or, and I have girlfriends that I do that with somewhat regularly. And it's less common for men to do that if they do have like nights with days with their guys or like they're going to watch a game or they're going to, they're doing something that they're not just sitting and talking for a couple hours, which mm-hmm. I do with my girlfriends often. And I know that women are more inclined to do that than men in general, but it's not encouraged. And actually it's seen as weird. And men are afraid that if I, if I just go and sit and talk with a guy at a, at a restaurant for a couple hours, people are going to think I'm gay. Like all that stuff comes in and it's just like, my God, we don't even let them foster these relationships that we as women benefit from very strongly. And they don't even do that. Yeah. And and they, and people talk about how like, that's why video games are such a, such a big outlet for men because they can talk to each other. Yes. Is an outlet in these like, you know, fucking call of duty lobbies where they can talk to each other. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just an excuse. So you can hang out with your friend, but it's exactly like you can talk. No, we're playing, we're playing a first person shooter. Yeah. We're, we're killing, we're playing a game. It's like, no, you're actually fostering like deep friendships. Like a lot of men like foster deep friendships by playing video games. And they don't realize like, that's just their way. That's their brunch. You know what I mean? Because they're not, they're not. um, And it's not to say that men can't do, obviously there are men that do and they're free to, but the way it's looked upon in society and the way they're raised, it's not welcomed. It's not encouraged. It's not really, they don't have any examples of that. And so, yeah, it's, that's, that's interesting. I never thought about that as a community building, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's absolutely what it is. That and Um, playing golf are like the men's activities. It's like, you got to do something mainly while you're talking so that you feel yeah. like it's okay. Yeah, um, exactly. The, so Sport. the American, what? Yeah, like sports. And stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. The American Psychological Association notes the dangers of trying to adhere to these exaggerated masculine traits. Men and boys forced to cling to these traits often experience adverse effects and may face problems such as depression, body image issues, poor social function, substance abuse, and stress. Furthermore, as feeling emotional or talking openly about feelings go go against these traditional masculine values there is the added risk that men experiencing mental health issues might not even seek out professional care or even talk about their struggles with their friends or family Um, for some males asking for help may lead to feelings of inadequacy weakness and perceptions of being less of a man and that that is the real, that's like the silent danger because that's where it spirals and at its worst, it leads to suicide or extreme yep. violence against others, sexual assault. Like, but it starts there. It's like this isolation in their mind and then they don't feel like they can reach out to loved one to like therapists, let alone just their loved ones. Like, like in that show, yeah. I was watching the guy had a loving relationship with his wife who was very supportive and understanding and still was afraid to say something. It's like, my God, what are we doing? Like, how are we raising these boys? Not well. I mean, not at all. That's the not thing. It's like, that's why they all say boys are easier to raise because they don't do any raising. They they, right. they, they hyper-focus on raising teenage girls to be pure and, and, and conservative, you yeah. know what I mean? To dress conservatively, you know, don't date until you're 17 or 18. Yeah. Uh, you got to get the good grades. You got to, you know, make sure you're not wearing a spaghetti strap to school. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be a tease. Don't go, go drinking, go party. But boys, 
You know what I mean? There, there's a pat on the back if they lose their virginity at 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there and is even, no even raising when, when not, it comes to boys. Even when it's not something so extreme, like a pat on the back for that. But like, even I remember, um, and I know there are differences because women are in danger in certain situations where men are not like women can be physically overpowered by men much easier than a man can be by a woman. So I understand that. But like, I'm thinking of when I was growing up, there were formal dances in my high school that started like freshman year, we could start going to formal dances. So we're 14. And my freshman year, my parents told me they didn't, I wasn't allowed to go. And the whole school, everybody went, it's like an organized school event, like a formal, but they wouldn't let me go. And I was furious. I felt like it was so unfair. And, and then two years later, my brother is a freshman in high school. And I might've told this story on the podcast, like to their credit, they approached me first because they recognized, they said, Molly, we, we remember that we told you, you couldn't go. We were considering telling Dylan, he can go. How do you feel about that? Like they gave me that respect, but I, and of course, and I was like, well, I think he should be able to go because I should have been able to go. Like there's no reason he should be able to go. But I thought it was interesting. I, I was upset, but them them approaching me like that made me feel respected to where I wasn't like pissed at them. But I was also like, okay, so you're acknowledging that this isn't fair. And I yeah. think that that's, aside from the healthy differences, it is different raising a girl and a boy. Like if they're, I say that because it's like, maybe they're more nervous about me getting taken advantage of. But also at 14 years old, like I was the same size as Dylan, like my brother, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, There are certain things where, yeah, you might be more nervous about your daughter doing it than your son. However, there is a line somewhere and there are unconscious biases that happen that I'm like, why are you just, you see that with your son, you're, you were going to say yes. And I couldn't go. And why is that? And I consider, and my parents are not the type to like pat on the back, lose your virginity to your son. It's not the good old boys. My parents aren't even like that, but even they had a, a, they did that, you know, where I'm just like. Dang, like we all have these unconscious biases aside from the conscious ones that are like, that's not fair. Yeah, because like, it's easier to yeah. protect your, tell your daughter, you know what I mean? Like, don't do this, uh, like um, protect yourself this way, protect yourself that way. You mm-hmm. can't go to this because you got to protect yourself this way. Then to teach your boy not to assault, you know what I mean? Like, yes. don't get assaulted than teaching your boy to not assault. You know what I mean? <laughs> to not treat women poorly. You treat women to expect to be treated poorly and how right. to handle it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's just, but that's society. You know what I mean? Like that's a, it's yeah. a learned thing that all, so many parents exactly. ha- have realized like, oh, okay, I get it. This is the way I have to raise my son because. And then even men are raised like one of my friends recently, um, who's very like, he thinks like I do about all these things and he's a grown man and was explaining like mansplaining, like, you know, when you go on, I don't know why this came up. It wasn't directly at me, but he was using examples of like how to stay safe when you're walking around or something. Mm. But he was like, you know, like don't keep both headphones in at the same time. And I had to stop him and I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. I have known these things. These are, let me list for you the things that I do when I'm walking in broad daylight, let alone at night that I'm yeah. always thinking about that I, all these little things that I'm doing. And yeah. you're telling me to make sure you don't have both headphones in where I'm just like, Okay, but also I'm doing this and this and this and this and this and this. I would never put both headphones in. And men, so even quote unquote the good men are raised to, because the instinct you do want, if you're raising daughters, for example, 
you want to teach them those things. You you do want to because you know how the world is. You know how men are. Yeah, like you need to teach them those safety aspects. But like even they're not necessarily thinking of like, okay, but how would I how would I coach a man, a man like a young boy to mm-hmm. operate when he's walking around? Exactly. And but it, the co- concern comes from a valid place of like women are in danger. We are oppressed. We are unfortunately, yes. So, so it's not a bad thing to like, want to make sure women know those things, but the other side is missing. Exactly. Exactly. We can't be the only ones that get the the rules of, of what yes. to do and what not to do. Like yeah. it, it's just, here we are, here we are, yeah. you know, at, like, as of 2018, significantly more men than women died from an opioid or overdose. Men are far more likely to die by suicide than women. Men like women experience anxiety, depression, and mental illness. However, men are more likely than women to underutilize mental health services, and they are more reluctant to seek help, especially when it comes to mental health. So it's not mm-hmm. just the physical health. It's obviously the mental health as well. If they're going to mm-hmm. ignore that, they're going to ignore the other because it's a sign of weakness. Um as it's learned in our society. As a country, we often fail to address the many traumas faced by boys and men, and we often punish behaviors without addressing the yes. underlying issues that lead to those behaviors. It's it's like our fucking prison system. It's yeah. Like, that's like, yeah. A, like a metaphor, not a metaphor, mm-hmm. but an actual uh, yeah, you know, example. example. We need to eliminate the stigma around mental illness and remind men that are asking for help, expressing emotions and seeking therapy. That it isn't just beneficial. It's necessary for the betterment of our society. Yes, because I mean, we really do fail men. The patriarchy fails men in so many ways. And this is one of the biggest ones. We don't address the traumas faced by boys and men because there are a lot of them. There's a reason they're depressed and stressed out and have anxiety and feel these pressures. And, but we don't care for them. We just punish them, make assumptions, throw them in jail, put put them in the, mm-hmm. you know, get, expel them. Boys are like, we just boys throw them boys. straight into the punishment realm, which then just enforces for them even more like authority and power. This is power. And this is, it just goes, it's a, it's just feeds itself. Yeah. So much. Yeah. I mean, toxic masculinity is a cancer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's not like we're going to right now, you know, if someone had cancer right now, we're gonna be like, well, the cancer will cancer. You know what I mean? Yep. As it spreads, <laughs> that's it. We got to turn the other way now. No, cancer you're going to go cancer. to the doctors. You're going to, you're going to get, you know, on chemo or whatever you need mm-hmm. to, to eliminate the cancer in your body. Why can't mm-hmm. we do the same about the cancer in our society? We can't look yes. the other way. It's not cancer will be cancer. It's not boys will be boys. Yeah. We have to, uh, we have to radiate your toxic masculinity. And that's by asking for help. It's by reminding them that you are worthy of introspection. You are worthy yes. of forgiveness. You are worthy of, of therapy and love and, yeah. and, and, um, and that's what makes you empathy. a more complete elevated man. That actually makes you more of a man yes. to ha- be in touch with these things and, and communicate. To, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and, and then like, this is a whole other aspect of it, but I want to acknowledge it. There's so many deeper layers than this, because while this is the case for men, it's even more exaggerated in certain communities like black men. It's even mm. worse with black men. Like they're even less like and minority encouraged groups, yeah. minorities and yeah, yeah. In general. So like there, there are layers to all of it. And I just wanted to acknowledge that because it's like, it goes deep, 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 deep. And so the men mm. that are out there that are doing this work to deprogram themselves of what society has programmed you into. I have a lot of admiration for and respect for, and thank you because 
you know, it takes it takes more than just women screaming for change, you know, because it's men who need to do it. And so at the end of the day, it's about understanding that you can be masculine without being toxic. That term is not saying masculinity is toxic. Let's that is not saying that you can be masculine without being toxic Mm -hmm. and that society has programmed a lot of toxic ideas into our minds of what a man should or shouldn't be. Hopefully these conversations like we're having right now can continue to be had so that we can remove the defensiveness that some men feel when this term is brought up. It's a complete misunderstanding and, and it can't just stop there. Like, Hopefully you have the the energy. If you ever come up against that with a man who bristles at this term, instead of being like, Ugh, whatever, he doesn't get it and walk away. Cause sometimes you have to just do that. But yeah, yeah hopefully yeah. you can find the energy at times to engage and be like, okay, I think let's get into this. Like I yeah, had to do it. It was an hour and a half. It's a dedicated <laughs> amount of time, but I'm like, why do you feel this way about this word? I don't think you know what it means. And then you're up against a defensive that I know what I know, but you got to break through all that. And hopefully, I mean, no one's saying masculine traits are bad. It's because when in balance, they're beautiful. Yeah. And again, if you have the energy, it's like, you know, we don't want to say the same thing. It's like, you know, as as a black person, you don't want like, you don't want to be the one to always educate the, you know, white people. Not your responsibility. Yeah. So we want to let her know to our male audiences that like have these conversations with your male friends, have these conversations with your parents, your dad, Mm -hmm. your brother, you know what I mean? Uh, Your son, please have these conversations because, you know, it can't just be women reminding you all the time. You know what I mean? It shouldn't, (laughs) Molly shouldn't have had to have that, you know, energy, but if you do, please Mm -hmm. do it. But if you don't, it makes sense because we're tired. Right. We're yes. tired. We're exhausted. Exhausted. Please take the onus and responsibility to have those t- difficult conversations within yourselves because it's only going to benefit and you. Like educate and yourself. Your family. Yeah. 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 So, um, yep. yeah, I mean, we're going to link the articles um, that helped us with this episode in our show notes. So check those out. Check us out on, on uh, and then like shout out to Black Lives Matter as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, check us out on Instagram, Twitter at the SOS pod. We're SOS with Molly and Alyssa on YouTube and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review us as well as subscribing to those things. Um, the reviewing really helps us reach more people. Um, and we're on Patreon, guys. you get some exclusive content exclusive merch and the chance to suggest um our episode topics and um, we can talk about whatever juicy thing you want to hear us talk about exactly um i'm molly cottrell i'm melissa rosano here's to turning meltdowns into magic